Do you wanna play a game? Do you like scary movies? Do you wanna eat some brains? Is your chainsaw arm groovy? How bloodthirsty could a talking plant be? Eat your liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Come play with us forever, cause down here we all float. I never drink wine, so you're gonna need a bigger boat. Or a throat to choke, whether you're in the prim or dairy. Got red rum where your blood from, put your dead son in a cemetery. It's him or carry, be very afraid. You'll be our number one fan and get carried away. All working, no play, you know it always means you're in trouble, son. I came to chew gum and kick ass and I'm all out of bubble gum. What if Quint killed Jaws' his father? What if the Bob's body was marijuana? What if the leprechaun got a job as a bank guard? What if the Wolfman had a cowbell instead of Every nards? scary movie made since Oscar Wilde was writing letters Had canon to watch them all and tell you how to make them better So put your earbuds in and forget what you're planning It's time to take our heads and shoot them out of a cannon 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 well, the, I can say that this this much I can say. Like, um, I there are those, and I, you guys have to you guys have to be in a similar boat here. I'm guessing at least on certain things, but there are like directors in Hollywood that that where it's like, I mean. The, the names that immediately come to mind are like Wes Anderson and Paul Thomas Anderson and people like Scorsese and things like that. The guy who's directing Dune, his name's he's a French guy named Denis Villeneuve. And some of the other movies that he's made are out of control. Like he's he did the he did Sicario, which oh, was right. Oh yeah. Super intense. Yeah. He did uh he did the the twenty forty nine, I think was the year the Blade Runner. That was him too. Okay. Like he does some really, really intense stuff. Like he's, he's a, he's a pretty great director. Yeah. He's, so, I mean, I would, my point being that I would probably watch that just because he directed it. Right. But, yeah. I mean, it's, I, cause I love, I love his movies. Right. His movies are well, awesome. Yeah. And like, I'll probably want to see it too, but the thing, like, you know, I did, Black Widow's the only movie I've seen in a theater in like the last two years, and that was because COVID was kind of at a lull before the Del- Delta variant really hit the U.S. And other, like, if Black Widow came out tomorrow, I would just rent it on Dis- Disney Plus for thirty bucks rather than like dropping a hundred bucks to take my family to it. You know? Yeah. Um, well, can I ask you a question about your experience? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, was it like was it like stimulation overload to be in a theater? Like just see like a movie and the noise. Um, was that cool or was it like weird? I don't. I didn't have that experience. Um, I I mean, I just loved it. It was just great to be back in a theater, seeing it on this big like IMAX screen again. And but but I also from like what it, like nineteen ninety nine to like two thousand one. I worked at a movie theater and I, I saw every movie that came out. I, I was like in the theater watching a movie literally every day of those two years. So I don't, you know, my experience, your mileage may vary. I don't know, you know. And Ryan, he got to, he got to, I was able to go to those a lot. <laughs> That's like true. He would get a you got the I didn't give it anything to have a buddy who I had, I had buddies that worked everywhere. 
but I've never had a buddy that worked at a movie theater. Yeah. God, that was I remember insane. we got to see Terminator 3 when it first came out, like at midnight. Yeah. It well, was that, just well, for employees only. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So but before you start playing it on like Thursday night or whatever, you have to have a, like we would wait till the theater closes down, everybody leaves, everybody goes home, and then we would have a, a screening for the new movies on Wednesday night at like midnight, only for the employees. But you had to play the whole movie to make sure that the reels were good and everything and that nothing was fucked up before you you played it for a, a real audience. So, yeah, every movie that ever came out, we, we got to see it, or I did, and I would often invite Brent like to a midnight showing the night before it actually came out, you know? That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I, I would have loved to do that. Going to, like, midnight showings of movies was one of my favorite things to do. Like, that yeah. was, like when i was younger mm-hmm. I, I remember one time we went to go see i think uh the vin diesel movie triple x or some shit <laughs> and um and, and there's a bunch of us and i remember um <laughs> adam nahas fell asleep oh god oh yeah <laughs> our friend adam nahas he's a, he's a very large man this dude is super tall like real like <laughs> like real stacked and he fell asleep in the theater and and we were like let's just let's let's leave him let's see what happens <laughs> and this is like credits are rolling you know we're like that's a shitty movie credits are rolling you know, <laughs> the three x's are about to about to show x, x, x. and we like leave and we just went to the steak and shake that was like a block away like, yes. we we're, were like super mean and like, we were gonna we, we weren't gonna just ditch him like we we knew what we were doing <laughs> and the thing is like he eventually called us and he when he she showed up at the steak and shake and he said like the, like the custodial people like woke him up <laughs> yeah like, they like they like closed they closed down the theater like he was still like they closed and left and he was still in there he was still in there that's crazy man that's good you guys are you guys are cold yeah <laughs> cold dudes. i mean yeah it's a dick move when i think about it now yeah i mean it's hilarious <laughs> like, yeah I, I, you know i mean it's hilarious I love that. <laughs> well that's and and one 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 other memory i always have about working at the movie theater it's so weird it's so random but there was one movie, more than any other movie, where people would come out of almost every single showing of that movie. They would come up to me and say, hey, you know, 20 minutes into the movie, maybe, I just want to get a refund. I'm, I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to watch this. Like, I just need a refund. Uh, and that movie is Richard Gere in a movie called Dr. T and the Women. And the Women. And the, yeah. I, yeah, I don't, I don't remember that movie. I don't think I ever saw it, but... Yeah, like people left every showing of that movie. They were like, "No thanks, I don't. Nope, I'm good." Whoa, yeah. <laughs> it was that bad. I guess so. Yeah. Was I, was there any further explanation? I mean, you know, I feel like they clearly they just did not like the movie. I really have a hard time believing. Based, on, I never saw the movie, but based on the previews that I remember seeing a couple times, it's not like it was like some really intense like hypersexual verging on pornography <laughs> no, type film. No, it wasn't it wasn't like it was like a fucking romantic comedy. Yeah, it was just so that it, bad. It, so yeah, it was it, called it, Dr. It, T and the Women. Dr. T yes. and the Women, yeah. Was it just him like going around on the streets at various women with a giant jewelry box? Just like snapping <laughs> I, at it? Snapping <laughs> it? <laughs> like in pretty women pretty woman. I don't think so. No, I think the plot had something to do with him being a gynecologist. I beyond that, I don't really know a whole lot, but yeah. So I can tell, this is okay. This made me think of this. This made me think of this. There has been only one film in my, and I've seen lots of movies. My dad and I used to go 
there were like multiple dollar theaters in Indianapolis, a couple mm-hmm. of which were not that far away from us. And I'll, I'll say this. I love him to death, but I'll say to put it generously, my dad was a frugal man. Mm-hmm. So the dollar films were the ones that we usually went and saw, but we saw lots of them. Like we would go a couple times a week, like he and I, like it was, you know, oh, great. It was That's something really nice. we would do together. And I can tell you that I've only walked out of one movie in my entire life. And it was the Gabriel Byrne, Brad Pitt, Kim Basinger live action slash cartoon film Cool World. <laughs> I don't know if anybody remembers this. No, and it was something of course, where it was just like it. my dad and I went to see that together. We watched the first. I've never revisited the movie, and I was very young at the time. I think we kind of thought it would be. I guarantee you, we kind of thought it would be like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit yeah. type thing. It was not. It was not. No. So like 15 minutes in, my dad was like, "Do you like this?" And I was like. I don't know, not really. And he goes, yeah, let's get out of here. So we just snuck into a different movie, which for the life of me, I can't remember what it was, but we just snuck into a different movie. It was yeah. Dr. T and uh, the Women, you guys went to. It was. <laughs> which is when I left the only other movie I have ever left. Yeah, so. That's hilarious. <laughs> the only one. It's the only one. Cool world. Wow. Dr. Absolutely. T and the Women. Dr. T and the Women, yeah. No, I, re- I, I remember trailer up. I remember seeing the cover of Cool World, but I never. I don't think I ever watched that movie. But. It's like a detective movie. It's like, yeah. um, it's in the same vein as like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which I believe it it kind of came out in the, within like the five, same three, three or four years ago or, yeah. uh, of each other. And um, and so it was like blending animation with real people, yeah. but like, but but also with like a lot of like uh, sex as well. Like yeah. people were like having sex with like the with the cartoons and whatever. And Kim Basinger played. This Marilyn Monroe-looking character, if I remember right, who was called like Hollywood, if she could, I think was her name. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, well, yeah. That's, well, yeah. well and she seduced a lot of bees, man. <laughs> well, it's, it's so weird, especially in movies geared more toward children, where like you know they do have that bit of like you know there's a part in The Lion King where they lay down and the flowers float up in the sky and they spell the word sex in The Lion yeah. King, but even in like. Who Framed Roger Rabbit, you know, you've got Jessica Rabbit, who is obviously very sexual. But then uh, I read something where they, the animators, there's just like a frame or two where Betty Boop has a nip slip in that movie. Like, for no, like they just animated it that way. I, I don't know why. But, That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I had no idea. Like, I've never heard that. I've seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit maybe like a thousand times. And yeah. I've never, yeah. I've never well, you've obviously never watched it close enough, I guess. <laughs> clearly, clearly. Yeah. I, I always skipped over the Betty Boop part. I, I, there's no way that happened. There's no way that happened. Yeah. I just missed it. I missed it. I'm a terrible movie watcher. Terrible. But I, it, I, I don't, you know, that kind of reminds me of, um, I have this weird thing with the movie, what dreams may come with Robin yeah. Williams and Cuba getting junior. Right. Yes. Uh, and, and I watched that the one time I recall watching that I was at our friend, uh, Brent, our friend's house and we were, we were tripping. Right. So, okay. That sounds I, a terrible time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for some reason we decided to put that movie on and like, I became convinced that like, I'd never watched the movie before, but we got a little bit into it and I became convinced that like, I was in the cycle of like, I would watch that movie and it would like reveal the secrets of the universe to me. Right. But then but then the movie would get over and I would immediately forget about it. And I was just like in this endless cycle of of being enlightened by what dreams may come and then immediately forgetting about it afterwards. <laughs> That's beautiful. 
so man. awesome. Yeah. Mean, yeah, that's that's yeah. That's that's great. That's a good like a baby <laughs> discovering its hands for the first time, just over yeah, and over. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Which doesn't I, doesn't it is I mean like no no apologies for the spoilers. Isn't one of the reveals in that movie that Cooper Gooding Jr. is his son? Like his like otherworldly like a theory like his son because his his kids die don't they like don't they do well kids and that's die? And, well and yeah. that's the thing because and it's I've, like an I've, epically I've, sad story it, well and then here's the thing I've never watched that movie since that night and the part and I turned it off because there is a part where like his whole family dies and then there's yeah. for me it it felt like it was like twenty minutes long I'm sure it wasn't but there's a shot where the camera is panning into Robin Williams's face. And it's just getting closer and closer to his face. And he looks so sad and so miserable. I was like, I was like, turn it off, turn it off, shut it down. I, yeah, exactly. Exactly like Ryan's doing right now. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. Yeah. A guy like that sad was just, it was a rough time because he's just all smiles. And then just, you have, he had those, that handful of dramatic roles where he was just like some, some really interesting characters, but. It's him. Yeah. So it's just like kind of a weird, it's kind of a weird thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and actually I remember, I forget, I don't, it was, it, my, for some reason I feel like maybe it was 1999, but it was right in there where there was one year where he did one hour photo where he was like this crazy psychopath, right? He did a movie called, photos. what's that? You like jerk off to your family photos. Oh, was that? Yeah. I think, I think that was part of it. It's been one a long time photo, since yeah. I've seen it, but yeah, it was something like that. Um, he was in and oh, sorry, that was the movie RV. <laughs> I forgot. No, no, that's that's a family favorite in this household. That movie's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> ruined it. You've ruined it. God damn it! Uh, Never watch RV again. <laughs> but no, he was in, he was in. Uh, so he was in one hour photo, um, Insomnia with Al Pacino. Oh, that was a that was a Christopher Nolan movie. Christopher Nolan, like, yeah. that makes sense. Pacino, oh yeah, sure. Pacino and there was there was another big Hillary Swank. I want to say. I think you're right. That might be right. Yeah, Pacino, Hillary Swank, and Robin Williams. It's I've never. It's one of those where it's like, how are those people in it? And Christopher Nolan did it, and I've never seen it. Right. I haven't. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie. And I I know I saw it when it came out, but I I don't remember a whole lot about it. Uh, But I remember liking it. There was a a a a short movie before it. Before that movie. Yeah. Oh, I could be thinking of the Stephen King, another Stephen King movie where there was like an animatrix before. Never mind. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> right on. Maybe Dream, Dreamcatcher or something. I was thinking like, I was thinking this. I was thinking this. You guys can appreciate this. So like, Robin Williams is definitely one of those actors where we've seen like we've lived through the entire we lived through the entire like arc of his career. Mm-hmm. Like that we saw every peak and valley of his career. Like. We saw those movies when he like started, when he was like Mork, when he was on like Mork yeah. and Mindy, Popeye, and, yeah, and Popeye, and doing like crazy cartoonish stuff like that, and then he went from doing stuff like that to doing like, you know, slightly like more comedic, still comedic roles, but in like bigger name movies, like the one where he plays uh, the movie Awakenings, where he's like the doctor that brings like Robert De Niro out of a coma or something <laughs> yeah, like that and then he and then he turns into doing these like movies that a lot of people know him from like Jumanji right. Lubber and like all these big name like movies and then he did all this really dramatic work and right. then obviously <laughs> sadly it had his life had an extremely tragic end but yeah you know well, I mean, have you ever seen like, that one an early one called the world according to Garp Garp yeah I've not, I haven't seen that no 
Yeah. It's like I've an epic that. kind of like it was what? again decades ago. I don't yeah. remember anything about it except that um isn't John Lithgow's character transgender? That's ex- uh Yes. Am I getting that right? Okay. It's been a really I could be long wrong, time. and I'm sorry if if, if, if I am wrong. But he, he's definitely he's definitely trans. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's a cool movie going through like an it's 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 considered an epic. You know, it goes through the entire lifespan of this guy. Yeah. Of Garp and his mother, who's like this very like strong-willed lady, is like super cool. Played right. by um, Meryl Streep. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like a nurse. Well, going back, going back just slightly, I was sorry, Ryan. No, 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 you're good because that was you're absolutely right. But the the, the my the point I was trying to get to was the idea that like I, I teach an acting class, I teach an acting class like an intro to acting class for like non majors, and ninety percent of the people that are in it are just there to get their fine arts credit that they have to have <laughs> in order to graduate from UNLV, and so I. I mean, and so there, there are very low expectations. It's not, it's not a high stakes class. So we, half the time we just talk about shit right. and I try to explain to them like what I personally, like my take on the things that they look at now. And I try to tell them, like, I had a conversation with a group one time. I'm like, dude, another actor like that is Matthew McConaughey. Like we've seen the entire trajectory of his career. We've been alive for yeah. all of that. Yeah. And so I try to tell my students, I'm like, you know all this crazy shit that he does now, like True Detective True and like Detective. Interstellar. Yeah. And things oh, like Corey started. Yeah. And like I'm like, he I'm like, this dude twenty years ago only did shitty romantic comedies. Right. Like that's all he did. Yeah. He worked out a lot and he did romantic comedies. That's all he did. Yeah. I'm like, he was I'm like the fact that he is now like considered to be like he's an Academy Award winning actor. If you would ask me when Failure to Launch came out, <laughs> if he was ever gonna win an Academy Award, I'd have been like, fuck no. Right. Absolutely no not. Way. Absolutely not. No, and that's no. and and why would he? Why would you not just keep taking the paycheck right. to work out and be in these like you know popcorn fun movies? Right, you, know? you don't have to work that hard at it. Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, no, and Brent is yeah. Brent's absolutely right, and I won't get started on it. But I remember seeing him in the first <laughs> season of True Detective, and I was like, I was like, holy shit, that dude, oh, yeah. that dude can act, right? Like it's, he can. It's the best work he's ever done. Yeah. I mean, he's, I think it's the best work he's ever done. Hands down. I would argue it's some of Woody Harrelson's best work too. Yeah. I mean, he's done a lot of good work, but it's, and that's not to hate on Matthew McConaughey's other work. I just, he's, he's so good in the, in the show. He's yeah. so good. It's really incredible. Yeah. 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 It really is. It really <laughs> but, is. but the one other thing, and then I want to get back to Candyman, but I was going to mention, uh, yeah, me too. Of course, <laughs> of course. but no, it was the other movie uh, that Robin Williams was in. It was a movie called death to smoochie. With yes. Edward Norton, which I child. so good. It's like one of my favorite comedies. That's one of those. You know what? That that movie falls. It's like iconic now because it falls under the like. It, it's a it, under the umbrella of movies that people just didn't get. Mm-hmm. Like apparently, like Starship Troopers. Like right. everybody hated Starship Troopers, but it was like. Turns out it's actually like a parody or like a you know a farce yeah. on. This, right. This, that, the other. Right. You know, it's well, a, and, the, and the thing, it's, it's like commentary. But. <laughs> well, it's like anybody who saw it's like, did you guys not watch RoboCop? Did you like, did you get RoboCop or did you just think it was like cool action? You know, like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like there was a message there. There was something going on there. Right. It wasn't just Peter Weller in a weird helmet shooting this giant gun at people in Detroit. Like, <laughs> right. There was which, okay, which, don't get me started. Which I would watch, you know, <laughs> I would watch it if it were just that. But that. I mean, I'd, I'd buy that for a dollar, you know. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah we've so, talked about this movie even before we were reviewing movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Robocop is my fucking jam. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, you know, it's a movie that could never, it's one of those movies, it could never get made now. You, you couldn't make movies, you can't make movies like that now. Yeah. People are not okay with a body count that's just so unbelievably high. Have you guys seen the GIF? It's like a. It's is. I, am I saying that right? GIF or GIF? I always mess that up. But it's. It's, it's actually. It's. I, the, sorry. My yeah. my preferred pronunciation is GIF because it stands for Graphics Interchange Format. I, I that's that's what sounds right to me. However, the creator of that term has come out to say he intended it to be pronounced GIF, which sounds like bullshit to me. But that's what he said. Totally. So. So it's it's the Liar GIF of. Fuck that guy. It's the gif of that scene in RoboCop where he saves the lady and he shoots between her 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 legs through her dress into the guy. Right. But someone did this weird thing where like suddenly like RoboCop is surrounded by street thugs and then he pulls out his gun and just starts shooting their dicks off. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like and it's like the, it's like the, the flames coming out of his gun and right. then just like wieners exploding and then guys like be like. <laughs> But it's like thirty guys. It's like it's, it's like it's like they put like a little bit of C four into like into like a prosthetic and just exploded it. <laughs> That's like so you funny. know what? I'm gonna find that I'm gonna find that gif and share it when I put this episode up because I'm also really excited. <laughs> this episode and the bees and Candyman is going to allow me yeah. to share my favorite gif of all time, which is Oprah Winfrey yes. presenting bees to her audience. I fucking I love <laughs> it's that bees. gif. It's I don't know that I've ever seen that. Oh, oh it's great. Um, I love that one too. Yeah, it's so I'll, funny. I'll tag one you. Of my, one of my favorite things about RoboCop, and I, I know you don't want to go into it too hard, but the, I kind of do. Now. We always like do. The main henchman bad guy in that is the dad from that '70s show. Yeah, the actor Kurt Smith. I'm like, man, what an interesting turn his his career took. I mean, but no yeah. matter what he does, like no matter what he does, he can be like, I was the bad guy in RoboCop. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. He'll be like, yeah. look, I, I, I shot Peter Weller's dick off, so. Yeah. <laughs> and then he called him a dumbass. <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> oh, man. That's. Oh, and, the, man. The, and the theme song from Robocop, the. I just remember that. I played that video game on the original Nintendo Entertainment System, and it just had that on a loop. It was like. Alter it or variation no. of it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then so you retire. Awesome. You're like in the third grade, walking around, and it's in your voice, your head. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm punching other kids like. Your plastic tray. Oh god damn it! It's gonna take me so long to edit this episode because I'm gonna have to put so many sound effects in just because. We are like at an hour, Corey, and we haven't even talked about anything. <laughs> talked about the movie. I blame myself. It's my fault. It's fine. It's this fine. This is great. Having a great time. Grab a girl, pull her on the dance floor. You know what she wants, so you got a romance move. Don't be too rough, but don't be too mellow. Put your 